Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking to two time Michelin starred chef Magnus Eck.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Millennial Money Lifestyle Thursday. This week, we spoke with Swedish top chef Magnus Ek, owner of Stockholm's Oxenkrog and Slip. Oxenkrog, which is the fine dining, won its second Michelin star in 2015, and is one of the city's top-rated restaurants. Both eateries are housed in the same building along the water in Stockholm. Magnus and his wife, Agneta, ran their original top-rated restaurant on, a, on the small island of Oxen in the southern part of Stockholm for almost 20 years with great success. When they made the move to the middle part of Stockholm and opened Oxen Krogan Slip in 2013, Michelin and more awards came a knocking in 2014, and the rest is history, as they say. Enjoy our conversation as we spoke with one of the coolest and smartest chefs over tea on a chilly day as we wrap up our tour around the Stockholm food scene. In the beginning, of course, like when, when we got the, the, the second star, it was like a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, no, <clears throat> not like on us. Yeah, yeah maybe, of course. But yeah, sure, like, sure. I didn't, like, uh, I didn't feel so, 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 uh, I mean, you can only do what you do. <laughs> right. <That's laughs> right. Right. But uh, in the beginning, it was a lot of pressure for people who want to come here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, no. It's yeah. After that, it's been like we <coughs> in the in the winter time. It's it's a bit of a slow season for sure, us. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah. um, do do you guys uh, do, you, do you get more media attention or something like that when you won two stars or uh, maybe abroad? Not yeah. in Stockholm. Uh, yeah. Not in Sweden. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Abroad, maybe. Yeah. 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 A bit. Right, then people kind of take notice. Go, oh, what's this place? Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. Did you do anything different, like throughout the year when you went one one and then you get another one? No. <laughs> <laughs> same same thing. Just yeah. yeah but like, <clears throat> I, I I see uh, I see ever ending, evolving. Uh, I mean. As soon as you stand still, you sort of fall back. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's because everybody is moving forward. Yeah, I mean, right. you you cannot uh, uh, lean back and yeah, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> right. And, and would be so fun either. So to, to do that, I mean, that, that's yeah. one of the things why yeah. you you have a restaurant. It's it's a never ending story. It's, right. right, it's, it's a right. constant yeah. challenge to yeah. try yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, when you won one, were you looking, hey, it would be nice to get two or nice to get three, or is it just something you just kind of... Uh, yes, we uh, sure one had two. Yeah. 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 Right. So it was something that I didn't... Uh, <clears throat> I didn't thought we should get it so fast, though. <laughs> but uh, it was something I was hoping for, yes. Right. 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 And when you guys were in, in Oxen before, yeah. um, the other restaurants, stuff like that, did, did you win Michelin stars before? No, or? we couldn't get one. Okay. Oh, you couldn't? Okay. No. Gotcha. It was, uh, then, then uh, it was, <clears throat> uh, uh, the good, like, the Nordic countries still just in, yeah. the, in the major cities of Europe, yeah. uh, sort of. Now they have a, a Scandinavian guide. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I think the Stockholm, Göteborg, Malmö, Malmö is still based on, on that 
guide mm-hmm. the major cities of Europe yeah. and then they extended a bit <coughs> last year mm-hmm. to, to have like uh, Daniel Berlin and Faviken and uh, France on Ireland I think that was mm. all of them outside the big cities. Right. Uh, but at that time, it was only the, c- the cities, and it was a. Uh, <coughs> I think it was they had a limit of a thirty minutes ride from 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 Stockholm okay. or Gothenburg. Gotcha. At, th- at that time, Malmo wasn't even on the list. Okay. Right. So, uh, like technically, mm-hmm. we could, we, <laughs> we could never get one. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And you're I mean, you're basically doing the same stuff that you were doing out there, right? This, I mean, as I said, everything has evolved. Sure, but it's the same philosophy. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Right, and what's what's your, what's your philosophy to, to cooking and, and your your cuisine and stuff? We uh, we always want to go with the nature, never against it. We we want to use local produced food and and uh, uh, work in the season. Right, right, right. Tell us the difference between uh, oxen krog and oxen slip. Ah, the big difference is that now we have, we're open all year round. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with four different seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the old restaurant, we were only dealing with two seasons, mm-hmm. spring and summer. Oh, gotcha. Now we have uh, fall and winter. Right, right. But, but you guys have two different restaurants here, though, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's But we had a... You, a, you did, you did. Yeah, okay, okay, we had yeah, a small okay. serving place we, we yeah, called yeah. Pumpen, yeah, yeah. Uh, just beside the dock, okay. who was like a sort of extended uh, host- sausage uh, stand yeah. <laughs> more or less yeah. we, we had some homemade sausage smoked frimps some herring and yeah. super simple things yeah. but you can eat there and have a glass of wine and a beer uh-huh. and some food yeah. uh, and then we had a, the, the Krug up sort of on the I don't know if you've seen any pictures I think I have yeah, yeah. 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 The, the house was sort of up on a hill yeah uh, so here and then Krug was the bigger business of them of course and uh, Pumpen was the, the, the tiny one mm-hmm. uh, now it's uh, the slip it's our bistro and it's sort of uh, uh, I mean <coughs> the number of guests coming to, to, to the slip is so much greater than mm-hmm. here Right. Uh, so it's 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 a bigger operation of the two, I think. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or almost the same actually, because they they. Uh, I mean, we are um, we're a bit fewer guys working in the crew, yeah. but we're only open for dinner. Right. And in the slip, we're open every day, lunch and dinner. Right. So. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Why did you guys go from Oxen, and why did you decide to move to Stockholm and open a restaurant here? I was couldn't just point pinpoint one. It was several. Uh, one was to make it easy. Uh, when we started up Oxen Krug in our island, we had three goals: uh, one to be known all over Sweden uh, within five years mm. or something like mm. that. And one to uh, only use local produced food, and the third was to have a <coughs> uh, all all year round business in in five years. The two first ones we managed, but we never managed the third. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say that is one of the big reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were several others as well. Right. I mean, uh, if something breaks, everything is almost. You here, right. but if something breaks here, I'd be 
pick up the phone and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there I mean uh, you're away from times so many when, when you did full service uh, you finished in the kitchen and and then you went went down in the basement and, and found that uh, the sewer system <laughs> flooded and you had to work half right. night <laughs> right, just right. cleaning up in the basement and, right. and stuff like right. that or, or uh, no water no electricity like yeah. A lot of those things that, sure. that makes your right. life hard to live <laughs> on right. the island. Who happened there? Who right. sort of after a while don't eat you up, but you're like, oh, man, I don't take this anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, and some other stuff. So yeah. Stuff, but, yeah. Right. Um, but you guys are located, I mean, this is here in an island for those people that don't know yeah. Stockholm that well. Where Where is this island right here uh, that you guys are located? Uh, I would say we're that center is city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what's the name of the island here? Jugoden. It's actually, everybody says Jugoden. Yeah. But Jugoden is a greater area where this island of Valdemarsö uh-huh. is situated. But right. if you say Valdemarsö, people who live in Stockholm for their whole life, they don't know where yeah. it is. <laughs> they say Jugoden. Uh, right. So, right, yeah. right. How did you guys end up finding this place, this location? Uh, it's a great location because, yeah. I mean, it, the, all the water and the, the boats and everything like that. We were uh, we were on the island for 17 years, okay. and towards the end of it, mm-hmm. the two last years, we were looking for a new uh, location. Okay. Friend of there's a rowing old uh, like a group of people who row rows mm-hmm. old boats mm-hmm. uh, who have their boats here, and we know one of the persons who's in that, and she tips us off like that. Uh, this building who then were just a ruin mm-hmm. uh, that they want to have a restaurant mm-hmm. so we contact them then right right yeah. so there was nothing here at all I was uh, it was like just an old building there was this building yeah. uh, this is sort of a replica of the yeah. old building yeah okay <clears throat> uh, but it was like uh, where we have the kitchen that's where the old tool shop yeah. was okay so it's gotcha. sort of neat Gotcha. Uh, but then it was just earth stamped floor yeah, yeah. and uh, you know they were building and maintaining boats here okay before and slip comes from slipway okay uh, so our outdoor seating mm-hmm. out here mm-hmm. is actually built on the slipway the old slipway oh, okay, for cool. dragging up the boats okay cool cool yeah. and that, that's far more of an interesting story too to have, have the building in yeah. the same place you guys did the well all this area here is the old shipbuilding. Yeah. And you were over to back home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are three dry docks over there. Right. And, uh, still used. Right. Right. So what's it like to be a restaurant owner in Stockholm? Uh, <laughs> is, is it competitive, easy? Yeah, sure, it's competitive. Yeah. That's, I mean, but that's, like, if you're, if you're running a high-end restaurant, it's always con- com- right. contem- uh, competitive. Competitive. Uh, but that is like it's a thing that you if you don't like it you have to like it I right, mean it's, right. it's, it's, it's it's part, part of, of the, the yeah. yeah part of the game yeah very nice and what are your what are like your favorite parts of Stockholm uh, you're going yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you know I'm, I'm I uh, I'm not a city boy like I'm a, on my mother's side, I'm a like sixth or seventh generation of Stockholm, wow. uh, but I like the countryside better than yeah. the city. 
so, but I do like living in the city because it's more convenient. <laughs> uh, so this is sort of a, a very good thing. Here you have the countryside yeah. uh, at the same time as you uh, live in the city. Right, you can look out and yeah. see all the city, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And so like how do you, now that you've won the two Michelin stars, like how do you keep evolving? How do you keep kind of changing things up or uh, doing the same thing better? Because you always feel that you're not good enough. <laughs> that's, that's a common theme, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think, right. Like, uh, and, uh, there's always something that you uh, are not happy with. Right. But, like, okay, sometimes it can be not a good thing, but most of the time it is, I think. Right, right, right. But you guys had a plan before, like a, a five-year plan and stuff. Like, do you guys have one now, or just kind of just keep going? Uh, it's we sure we have a plan. It's not more, it's just not that direct. Yeah, sure. Because now we uh, like on the island we were sort of a s- small company, and and now here we're like over fifty employees. So I mean, it's it's a big. Of course, you can have goals, but it has to be, and it's also two two different. Uh, the bistro living its own life, the kirugis living its own life. We have different uh, goals for these two uh, restaurants. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right, yeah. right. Well, um, uh, one of the things I've enjoyed so much coming to Stockholm the last few years too is seeing all the different cuisines out there I mean we a really great burger at Flippin' Burgers the other night yeah. I mean it was amazing yeah. um, what do you enjoy about how, how the restaurant thing is, is restaurant scene has changed in Stockholm what I do like is that uh, we uh, on the fine dining scene not so much has happened you have like four or five maybe mm. six restaurants mm. and has been for I don't know how many years yeah uh, on the uh, more casual side, it's like booming. It's it's so many uh, new restaurants and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and new chefs and and uh, it's what that has given us is that people do go out more often. It was uh, it still is in some sense, but it's getting you're getting more people going out in the week uh, days than maybe. 10, 10, 15 years ago when right. everything was concentrated towards the weekend right. and you had maybe some businessmen the weekdays right. sure. so uh, it's, it's, it's a more vibrant and more living city right right yeah. I mean because you guys are open for lunch and you guys are usually pretty packed right yeah. like yeah. all the time right right how has your job changed from when you were in Oxen before uh, to now like are you in the kitchen still all the time or are you kind of Still More in the of a kitchen. Man, right? I'm, I'm still in the kitchen every day. Yeah. Uh, that is where I like it the most. <laughs> right. I've, I find myself uh, not being in, in the kitchen as much as I want to sure. uh, nowadays yeah, because yeah. I need to do other things. But. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, the, that is the big difference, right. I, I think. And, and also, uh, one of these nice things, here is an open kitchen. Uh, here I'm very often out uh, serving as well mm-hmm. in the dining room. And, and uh, um, that is so much more fun to have that contact right. with the guests. Right. 
Right, right. Um, and you guys change your menu all the time too, right? Yeah. Um, is are there certain dishes and stuff like that that people go, oh man, why why did why did you change that out, or why did you, or is it or just are people just really loving like what's coming through all the time? Well, first of all, like our uh, most common guest mm-hmm. here in Kiel, mm-hmm. uh only eat here once. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's our yeah. most common. Sure, sure. I mean, we have people who have eaten here already. Uh, like eight, ten times mm. this year. Yeah, uh, but it's not that many of them. <laughs> right, right. Most common guest is just eating here once. Yeah, yeah. So for them, if I change in the menu yeah. or not, I mean, it's it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, but for us, it really matters. And if you want to follow the season, I mean, then you have to change. I mean, there are some dishes you can have like all year. Who doesn't? are season based mm-hmm. uh, who could be served in the summer as well as mm-hmm. in the winter uh, but most dishes are uh, uh, you cannot have mm-hmm. them in in in, uh, in the winter right. or in the summer right 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 what are you guys kind of serving right now that's winter uh, we still have some mushrooms but that's towards the end of it um uh, we're going more to preserved food, mm. uh, more pickled, mm. Mm. less herbs. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. And you guys are gearing and up. more, a, a bit more heavier food as well. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. I mean, uh, 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 we like. I don't like very heavy dishes <laughs> myself. Yeah. So, but there are. Uh, the concentration of lighter dishes are more towards the summer and, mm-hmm. and I mean uh, uh, if we had like two to four uh, really light dishes mm-hmm. in, in the summer we mm-hmm. have maybe one two now right mm-hmm. so it's it's uh, that is also a big change right right and then this time of year you guys are gearing up towards Christmas the Christmas table and stuff like that in slip yes in slip yeah. yeah right and how's that like is it do you pro, I mean there's certain things that you guys serve for Christmas dinner but are you ch- trying to change that every year too or uh, or do, can you change that uh, yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with it uh, it's it's um, a lot of stuff that you uh, really enjoy cooking mm-hmm. at that time because it's only then you can cook sure. it Right. Uh, so for that reason, and you haven't cooked it for uh, like a year, mm-hmm. so in that sense, it's nice to to uh, right to do the old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. right, 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 right. How did you get your start in the restaurant business? Um, how do you mean how the, how I, how I chose to be a chef, yeah, or, yeah. or how yeah. uh, I uh, I um, well. To be a chef was one of those things, uh, you know, when you're a kid, you want to be a firefighter, yeah. police, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, but a chef was one of them, among them things I, I, I wanted to be, huh. even at that age. age. Um, and then when I was, was around like 12, 14, started to cook a bit at home together uh, my mom and uh, did some Sunday dinners to the family and uh, they were really happy and I noticed that uh, 
if you cook for somebody else, you really uh, make people happy. Mm. And that was something that I, mm. I really liked. Right. Yeah. Um, to become a, a, a restaurateur, it's like that's the next step. That's when you can do. Like you can never do exactly what you want to have to do. Like if I was, if I was doing exactly what I wanted to cook, I would lose my customers. Right. <laughs> so <he's laughs> exactly because because uh, like you can have a dish that that uh, you're crazy about, like so good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and yeah. you get the full contents right. of like right. it's mm-hmm. not just the flavor and the looks and it's, it's something right. more evolved in it. Uh, but then you can have a lot of customers who don't like it, right. and then I have to take it away from the right. menu right. Uh, because that affects like if you're getting the first two dishes of your uh, meal mm-hmm. and you're like. I mean, it's not bad, but <laughs> then, uh, of course, like we don't serve bad food, but right. it, it, it's, it, it affects the whole thing. Yeah. Then yeah. it doesn't matter what I serve you. Right. If I serve you the best dishes, <laughs> I've already ruined your right. attitude to this dinner. You're already like, you're so scrutinizing about everything. <laughs> right. So right. you don't buy anything what I'm serving you. Mm-hmm. Right. So in that sense, I, I also have to, even then you have like dishes who are, people going bananas over right. really when I enjoy them and then next table just hate them <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right right so so in that sense you cannot cook exactly the food right. you want to cook always uh, yourself right right yeah for Krogh how many how many uh, dishes do you guys serve for, for when someone gets a meal, how many do they, they get? Servings, I think it's 22. Okay. 22 servings. Okay. Wow. What, um, uh, uh, I lost my turns out there. What, uh, so you guys have this, this boat out here. Yeah. Uh, that's, hotel, that's a hotel. That's kind of, that's kind of unique. It's closed in the wintertime. Yeah, right. It's closed in the wintertime. How, uh, how did you guys come across that? Uh, we, um, we had uh, a, we were out on an island. Uh, we needed a hotel, okay. and we were renting a boat uh, from some friends uh, over summer, and we had it for five years, I think. But the last two years out on the island, they said like, okay, this is the last year. You can you can rent it because we. Uh, you're having the boat when it's the nicest time right. of year to have this boat. So, uh, and then we really, then we've already, on, during these three years, we already built up this uh, uh, demand for mm-hmm. it, or how yeah, to yeah. say it. So yeah. it was always full. Right. Uh, and it was also a service we couldn't get take yeah. away, and it was a good business. Right. Take away. So right. we started looking for a new boat, and yeah. we found this on the internet, and... and uh, comes from Holland mm-hmm. and we went down there and uh, we bought it and we actually shipped it right how many rooms how many people it's six rooms okay. so it's 12 12 people can so it's a small hotel yeah but it's you've been on it yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like a time capsule yeah, I mean, yeah it's really it's, uh, it's really amazing uh, hotel yeah alright um, 
last question. Like, what what um, people may think of like Stockholm as like meatballs and all that kind of stuff. What would surprise people when they come here about the about the different cuisines and the different um, choices that there are uh, all around the city? Oh, since I'm not an outsider, it's really hard to say what, what they're going to be surprised about. Uh, what people always tell me is that uh, the general quality of the food here is really high. Like, uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's not hard to get crappy food here, but it's like if, you, if you're looking around a little bit, yeah. it's easy to find good food. Right. Right, right, uh, and also a big variety of 